Welcome to the NACA American Dream Program. Each week, we'll talk about how NACA is revolutionizing mortgage lending with the best mortgage in America. It's no down payment, no closing cost or fees, no PMI, no consideration of your credit score. And guess what? It's at a below market fixed rate. NACA is just relentless. This is the NACA way. Welcome back to another episode of NACA's American Dream Program, where we're here live talking to you about what you can do and how you can work this awesome program called NACA, Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America. Remember, if you have any questions for today, please dial 833-771-0500. We have some awesome guests, and I don't even want to say guests. They come back. They're part of the family. They're part of the structure, the brick and mortar. But I want to go ahead and say, hey, Anjanette, what's going on over there? How was your weekend? And you've been, you kind of been not missing, but you've been in an event. You want to talk about that? We irregular today. Hey, 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 everybody. It's the NACA American Dream Program. It is so good to see all the familiar family faces um, on the screen today. So, Damien, you're right. I haven't been missing, but I've been a little irregular. And I'm not going to say irregular meaning (laughs) <laughs> i'm talking about i know right i'm talking about irregular with our schedule we were doing a couple of live podcasts you know while we were in in uh, florida we were in miami and what an awesome amazing event in miami we were down there may 12th through the 15th and it was amazing just to kind of be out there with the people um, back to our roots, kind of. I love grassroots. You know, I like when the feet hit the pavement and we can do good in the neighborhood. So we was at the Miami Beach Convention Center um, a couple of weeks ago. And so we actually got a chance to, to see people Thousands of people entered that convention center to get same day solutions, everything from mortgage assistance, housing assistance, utility assistance, rental assistance. We had everything. We had people getting their electric bill paid, light bill paid, um, water bill. We had everything. We had people getting six months uh, up to a year on rental uh, paid uh, because Miami Dade was out there kind of doing their thing with the rental program that they have. So it was NACA. 2.0, 2.0, you know, so to speak. Wow. So we had a good time out there just trying to help people. Um, a lot of things going on in the market, uh, people's rent. Uh, we have our constituents and residents rent that is actually some of their rent is doubling. Some are, you know, as they get ready to renew their leases, the rent, we found out that a lot of them rent is going up, not by a hundred or $200. It's going up five, six, $700. That's a car payment. Uh, and, and, and beyond in some cases. And so now more than ever, NACA program, uh, having access to the NACA program is very, very, very needed. And we're having the, the conversations about the interest rate right now. Today's interest rate on a 30 year fix is 4.125 on a 30 year fix. And on a 15 year fix, this is 3.5. And so people are concerned saying, well, you know, the interest rate is going up. Should I be out there buying? How could you not with rent going up the way it is? So it's like pick your poison. What do you want? You want, you know, long term generational wealth and sustainable home ownership, or do you want? rent that's constantly going up every year um, and it's going up leaps and bounds so you know it's you won't own it you you won't own it you're just giving somebody else the money so you're investing in yourself that way 
Absolutely. And Damien, I did miss you because I was out there kind of by myself. You know, I didn't have oh, you to talk I to. You, too. you know, I figured, you know, next time Lois will, I get to get a chance to have that conversation with you. And we got the right man on here to make that happen. Mr. Kenneth Clark, you know, I, <laughs> I said, it's always good to have Kenneth and Jerome and Josie on here. And yes. I always say, Jerome, say own your home with Jerome. I love that. <laughs> you got to work with Jerome to own your home and then Josie out there in the hood making it happen doing good and I always say that Kenneth Clark will make you a homeowner in the day or in the dark so I got it this time <laughs> we got it locked in we are ready for an awesome show but Damien we, we're heading to New York we will be in New York City Mm -hmm. June 23rd through the 27th, we will be in New York City. So we want to get people as close to home ownership as possible at this event, if not all the way through the process. So we want to make that happen June 23rd through the 27th um, at the casino, the World World Casino Resort, World Resort Casino. I always say that backwards. But if you want to double double check what I'm saying, you can always check it out at www.naca.com. And check out the upcoming events. You'll see all of our tour dates uh, that are listed there. And for the radio show, you can always reach us at 833-771-0500. That's 833-771-0500. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out all of our social media platforms. So we have it now. We got no, 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 all no, no. Go uh, ahead, I go got ahead. a couple of nuggets we need to add. Go ahead, that, give it to us. So going to New York. Doesn't matter if you can get up there, if you're in Philly, if you're in D.C., if you were planning on going to New York and you're in the NACA program, make it during this time. But I advise you to go the first day. So if there's something else that you need to come back and do, you still have time to get qualified before the event is over. Also, a second thing that she mentioned about the rental assistance, they're going to be doing all that again up there in New York. But here's the thing that I just want everybody to know. Our CEO has said on previous podcasts that if you go through and you need rental assistance and it was due to COVID or medical, whatever, he will not hold that against you for your rental in order to qualify for NACA. So I just wanted to throw those couple of nuggets out there so everybody knows don't not do it and you need help because you're thinking it's going to mess you up with the NACA program. We're not holding that against you. And that was straight from the horse's mouth to CEO. Thank you. No, and those are great nuggets. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up, Damien, because in Miami, we had a lot. Our first qualification of the day was from Georgia, from Atlanta, Georgia. So even though the event was in Miami, the first qualification of the day came out of Atlanta, Georgia. And it was a great ride. And, and what we heard from all the membership was saying that, you know what, it was worth the drive because my next appointment was two or three months away. So it's best to have it now. Another thing is, even though we will be in New York City uh, in June, I had my Texas crew, you know, uh, my Texas crew and my Louisiana crew boot up to Louisiana out there. All right, who that? So we had them out there <laughs> and they had already started texting me and they were saying, you know what, Anjanette, my appointment is not until November. Can I get an earlier appointment? Yes, you can. They're willing to take a, make a weekend and extended weekend out of it to get up there and get, they, because they're already a NACA member, because they, they're waiting on their counseling session, they don't have to go to a workshop. They come straight in on day one 
walk to the counseling floor, yes. sit with the counselor and get their solution or get whatever it is they, are, they have left to do or go straight to qualification and sit with an underwriter. And they get a chance to do that on day one. So they're making the effort instead of waiting a few months, they're going to come out right then and there so that they can get whatever it is they need. So I'm glad you brought that up. It's a good mm -hmm. point. Wherever you are, you can be in New York or, or abroad in anywhere in the tri-state area, the metro area, whatever they call it, or you can be in other states and just willing to take that drive or take that flight or take that trip to New York to get a sooner, closer counselor counseling date and sit with your counselor. You can do that at any one of our events. So again, stay tuned, look at the website and look at the event that's coming to a, to a city near you. Awesome. Business first, hang out second in New York. Don't get to hanging out first because you might be tempted. So let's well, get that business handled with that house first. You do know they're having it at the, hold on, I'm going to tell you exactly where <laughs> See, that's, that's what we don't want. They're having it at that, uh, it's, it's, it's at the World casino. Resort. The, <laughs> oh, don't the shout the casino in that there. Don't get so, to pulling them slot machines. Anybody that come help me. You? No, I got an issue. And one of my issues is pulling that gap. I'll sit there and babysit that slot machine all day. See, y'all can't hang out with her. Get your business taken care of first and then go hit the slot machine afterwards. I know. And actually, you shouldn't even be over there. You need to save that money for getting your house. So, well, and actually, you can win some. You got to walk through the <laughs> casino to get to the NACA event, too. Oh, oh Lord. They go, we're going to fight. Could y'all please, all NACA people, could y'all please come out, please? Come on over here where you're They can to enjoy the lights as they walk through, though. <laughs> the light. I like you that. know what? I'm going to have to leave an hour early just to get to the event because it's going <laughs> to take me an hour to take that stroll. I got to stop. <laughs> There might no. be a blessing over there waiting for me. My hand been itching, too. Y'all know I'm from the South. I, I follow them signs. My hand itching. That means money coming. Just <laughs> y'all, we have an awesome show. What was the awesome show for you guys today? So, moving into talking about the rent and the rent going up and why. Tell us why they should go ahead. What What are you guys' reasons that they should go ahead and just not wait? Other than the obvious. Well, we have the real estate uh, brokers on here and. All of them are going to preach home ownership, but, you know, as opposed to allowing your rent to go up, I, I, I pose the question, Damien, you're asking a good question, but some of them are faced with, you know, interest rates and things like that. Some of them are faced with market conditions. Is now a good time to even be looking for a house is the question. Mm. I believe it is. Um but let me address that that rental elephant in the room, right? Okay. Ooh, um, currently, um, lending criteria is tightened. This is not like 2008 where everybody gets a house that could fog a window, right? Yeah. The reality is we've been lending money correctly for at least um, eight, 10 years, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I can say to you that when lending criteria tightens, you'll begin to see more people renting because they can't afford to qualify. So when there's more people in the market to rent, landlords tend to bump pricing because you've got to have somewhere to live. And they're cherry picking the <laughs> renters now. Mm -hmm. And the people that are living in their units, they're saying to them, 
either you're going to pay this amount or I'm just going to go find somebody that can't can. Mm -hmm. And if you do that over a period of time, it kind of weeds people out in terms of how they need to live. And I can't tell you how many people I've seen or have come to me and says, I want to buy a house because my rent's going up to three, four hundred dollars a month. And that's what's starting that fire, which increases the demand when you've got limited inventory. So I'll digress at this point, but that's kind of the start of that whole lease thing. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So they know that you got to stay somewhere. So you're going to have to pay or, or, or not. It really, you don't even have a choice because I think even when the market crashed and all of those people lost their homes, you still had to have somewhere to stay. So now you had to go from being home ownership to renting. So you got to stay somewhere and they know that. So NACA is one of the programs that allows you to alleviate having credit issues, not a whole lot of money, and you can buy your interest rate down. So I know for me, with a four, I, I preach it all the time, with a 480 credit score and a 2.2, there's nowhere I could have gotten that. But NACA. You know, one of the leading in uh, indicators of a tight credit market is when you see apartment complexes being built. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they're willing to stack them, put them tightly, close in proximity. Just the to- problem is not many yeah. people can qualify for mortgages. Right. So you've got to have somewhere to live. So, right. and then once we loosen credit criteria on the outside, they'll just convert the apartments into condominiums so everybody can buy at that point. So I'm going to share with you all another thing why people need to start just getting qualified because these complexes, now that they lifted those uh, restrictions where you can't evict people, now apartment complexes are waiting into the end of leases, uh, you know, giving you like 60 day notice. And that means that, you know, you have to vacate and, you know, and try and find somewhere else because these complexes are upgrading their units and charging more rent. You know, I see that here a lot, you know, $300 more. I know of one person going through that right now. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting now because now these people that were renting, they got to hurry up and find a place and it might not be enough time, you know, just to get into somewhere. So it's best to start the NACA process where you got an appointment <laughs> six months from now, mm-hmm. you need to be prepared because you don't know what your landlord going to throw at you. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I know. Or attend the event. Or attend the event early. Or, or, or to the event. I recently was a referral for someone that was looking for a rental. Uh-huh. And they didn't know I was a managing broker. And But when they found out, the agent very quickly asked me, um, well, should I just call highest and best? And I said, highest and best for rent? Is that what we're doing? What? <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and I said, no, you, I said, your rent should be your rent. She said, but I've got X amount of people applying for this property. Um, and then she said, well, what would you do? I said, well, naturally, I'm going to tell you to go with the person I'm re- that, that you're calling me about. I said, but I don't know about him calling highest rest. I said, I think that's price gouging. You set your rent based on the area. You put the right person in there. Um, and then she said, well, the landlord still wants to go up every year. How much should he go up every year? Should he go up 10% every year? But, but, but my point is, is the thought process is already there. Mm-hmm. You start calling highest and best for a rent. And I want you guys to know this is a $4,000 rent already. Uh, wait. Oh my goodness. $4,000. 
So, and you want to call highest and best. I had to have a, a conversation. I said, listen, you need to try to extend where you are for six months and you need to show up at the workshop Saturday and get qualified and go through NACA. Why would you pay this man $4,000 rent? In addition, he also said, and he want, and he has um, another candidate that is willing to do a 12 year lease. 12 and years? Like, 12 years. I yeah, couldn't even believe it. 12 years. Because it's, the market is so tight. It's such a shortage of inventory that they're willing to make that commitment because they, they need somewhere to put their family now. And he's probably trying to lock in his, his payment. He's trying to lock in his payment. So he yeah. wants to lock in and he wants me. So then the owner calls and they want me to help them for 12 years. And I said, I, I said, I can't help you with that. Wow. I, I can't even believe the people locking in the 12 years of a lease. Well, $4,000 at 12 years, $4,000. That's the starting. 15, that's the, 15 yes, years, they could own the home. They could own. Yeah, they could own a home. Right. So I had a conversation with my person. My person is not, my person's coming to the event in Chicago. Good for you. Um, but I'm just saying, but that's the mentality of these landlords right now. So oh my goodness, I was not expecting to hear that. That's unheard of. Mm -hmm. That's unheard of. So Damien, you know, that does answer the question. Why should you go ahead on and purchase now? What's happening with the rents? And don't wait. Some people want to wait. The, you know, the last podcast we had uh, on a regular, basically, we had people calling in saying, you know, should they wait because they see the interest rate continuously rising? It's on an increase. No, I mean, why would you wait? You know, that interest rate is going to go up. I've seen it go down over the last two weeks and then back up. So don't wait. You no. don't know what you're going to lock it in at. And at NACA, you can always buy down. If you're able to buy it down, buy it down. If you're mm -hmm. able. That's why you, know? you keep keep saving and use all of your financial resources. If you can get a promotion, if you got 401k, if some family members got a bunch of money they sitting on and ain't doing nothing, the, all of those resources can now, you, you can utilize them to help you get your home. So don't, if you're on section eight, you can use that. So we have, a, NACA is just so diverse in what tools you can have and combinations of tools. And we got grants out there. Mm -hmm. We're not even going to forget that. So it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and don't have it, is what they're saying. That is true. I, I think that sometimes what's what's happening now with the set, with the clients I took out Saturday, they really nice home, didn't need any work, but their kids were maybe I know one was five years old and I think the other one was in fifth grade or fourth grade mm -hmm. and they were focused on high schools. And I'm not saying that, 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 that we should be telling people to buy a home and stay there short term. But I said, listen, you graduate nursing school next year. Your husband, I forget what he does. It's not necessarily your forever home, but you guys are paying these people all this rent right now. Buy something. If it's a barn, buy it. Do something and stop paying all this high rent. You guys are paying over $2,000 a month living in the one bedroom. The kids don't even have that. Wait, what? Wow. So it's up north, not on my list. It's where I, it's where I live, y'all. <laughs> I would have to put a curtain in the center that it'd be a two-bedroom. I got one and you in the other. They I got one bedroom, the boys sleep in the living room. And um, wow. they don't even have a closet. Yeah. And, and so, mm-hmm. And just so the, the listeners and viewers know who we have on the line, these are brokers that are represented North and South uh, East. And so as well as Midwest. So this is, this is not just a one region 
pandemic or one region, you know, situation going on here. You know, Josie represents the Midwest. So she's very, very versed in what's happening in that market. Kenneth has the Southeast and Jerome has Northeast. So we got some clear representation of what's indicative of what's happening in the market. And this is scary to even hear. I, I never thought I'd hear this type of conversation. Experts, if you will. Experts. Yeah. Yeah. So, and just so you know, we do got the questions rolling in and we got a couple of good ones, 212 and 202. I'm going to uh, address your questions in a minute, but KY Butler is asking, is NACA still working with Section 8 folks? Yes, we are. We continue to work with our hot PHA uh, programs, the Housing Choice Voucher and the Section 8. Uh, we are working with those programs. And then he asked, people are really paying $1,000 plus rent on Section 8. Remember, Section 8 is, is for um, to, to provide assistance, but there is a formula based on your income. So you can pay, I've known people to pay $12 for rent, believe it or not, but I've also known people to pay $800 for rent. That's their portion. But remember, if they're paying $800 for rent, you don't know what the real rent is because the real rent on what they needed was actually $2,800. So if they're paying their portion is eight, then, you know, they're getting a subsidy of $2,000. So that $2,000 could transition into a good, a nice home on a 30 year or 15 year, actually on a 15 year mortgage that could transition into a nice home. So yeah, you know, look at their portion is 800, but if their, their subsidy is, is 2000, that's not bad, depending on where you would like to live. So a couple of things about that, that I don't know if everybody knows. The income, that the money that uh, Section 8 gives you, NACA counts that as part of your income to help mm -hmm. you qualify. Mm -hmm. Secondarily, um, you really need to make sure it's not a NACA thing, but you have to check with your, your Section 8 representatives to see if they participate in you being able to purchase a house through the program. Because not every uh, county, I know like in Georgia, there's only a few counties that approve where you can now buy a home. So you need to start first with your Section 8 representative. And if they don't know, move on up to the next level. Don't stop at them. Go on up till you get to the director. But you need to first find out, do they participate in it? And if they don't, don't worry about it because your mortgage could end up being what you're already used to paying anyway. So let's get out there and find out. But start doing your homework now, with your, starting with your Section 8 people in the beginning. And if any of you are out there that are on Section 8 and planning on coming to the New York City event, reach out to your Section 8 offices and tell them we'd love to, you know, meet with them. I would meet with them personally. I mean, we, we don't have to be on the event floor, but let's go and have a meeting to see how we can make your program, you know, your housing program partner with NACA's program. We did that in Miami and it turned out to be the best thing possible. We teamed up with Miami-Dade uh, with the city of Miami and they came out to the Miami event and ended up speaking to a plethora of people and they found out that a lot of their their uh, their their membership a lot of their clients was sitting in the audience trying to get a home so guess what all they needed to do was get out of line go talk with them and get a letter 
of what they actually would qualify for for the purchase program. And Miami was able to offer them and provide them with a letter to come back. And now we know what to get them qualified for. And that's how partnerships work. So if you're out there in the Northeast and you are a Section 8 or Housing Choice voucher recipient, invite the office to our event because we will bring them to our VIP section so that they can do a walkthrough, see how our program work and how to actually work and partner with our organization a little bit better to make everyone a homeowner and then eventually get off of the voucher program, move over and let someone else take that seat as well. Mm. I think it's a win-win. Next question and Kenneth is going to love this one. I'm sure <laughs> Jerome will too, because this is, I, this is a, I think 212 is a Northeast number. 212 is asking about the six months staying in a different city prior to purchasing a home in that city. And they want to know why. Can we shed some light on the community shopping? Because I know Rob Torres always talks about community shopping. But in the Northeast, I think we have some flexibility there. Yeah, I think they're talking about the relocation option, right? That's so, right. you know, I can't speak too much on that because, you know, I know the mortgage counselors know the requirements, but, you know, and maybe somebody can elaborate on it. But, you know, I think they have to be established somewhere if they're going to be working out of the area, you know, away from the area that they work and they're going to another state, they got to be established like six months. Mm -hmm. And so that goes into community shopping. If you're going to try and make that move, going from one state to another state, target the state that you know, after you make that move, you can actually afford the homes and have a good selection. So I think getting into that research is very important. So that's where you get into the community shopping, the school districts, and understand everything, because that's a major move and if you got to sit somewhere six months and build up that time when it's time to go shopping, you know, you can't afford to wait with these interest rates. So get right into it. Absolutely. And I'll add to that. Uh, I will say that, I mean, you're absolutely right, Jerome. Um, the thinking behind that is if you've never lived there before and you buy a home, is that are you really familiar with the neighborhood and the area? Right. And that is that going to be beneficial to you other than you just having a home. And the only way you're really going to be able to understand where you're living and is it or have the amenities that you really need is, is that if you've lived there for quite some time. So a three to six month time frame is not necessarily out of the question in terms of being able to to get something like that done. There are exceptions to every rule. What I would request is that you get with your mortgage counselor, um, state your case. And um, I've seen some exceptions to that rule, but, you know, just continue yeah. to move forward either way. Right. I want to add too, Delaware is a major option down here because a $300,000 house with $5,000 taxes could be under 2000 in Delaware. And that's, that's like buy down to somebody moving if they move wow. to another state and structured that the right way. Um, so, you know, especially in this area, making a move like that, move to increase your affordability because six months from now, just imagine, I I'm talking to people with March interest rates and, you know, they're priced out house that they could have seen in March, they can't see today. Wow. So if you're going to move, move to lower taxes dramatically. 
uh, because I think some people might think and make that move as of six as the, the current interest rate. Then it's a different ball game in six months. Good advice. Now, one thing too, since you mentioned taxes, I always tell people to check because you have older people buying taxes, so you need to check check with the county or the township up north. I still get confused with that. Um, as far as what taxes may or may not apply, like homestead exemption, um, the different tax, like if you're a veteran, you know, if you're disabled, those are some other things that can help reduce your taxes that, you know, depending on if you qualify. So check with the areas that you're looking at moving in so that you can find out if those things apply. And like, say, if you're buying with your spouse, they may be disabled, but you're not. But because you're both on the, the loan and the mortgage, you could both, you know, benefit from that, that, that savings. And taxes can be high. Yeah, that's true. Good idea. Next question is coming from 202. And I think that may be Northeast as well. 202 is asking, can they get a multi... Ooh, this is a, these brokers <laughs> going to get y'all on this one. Can they get a multi-unit and allow all family to move in? This would help all of them. As long as they pay. <laughs> the answer to that, well, go ahead. Um, uh, if, you know what? I didn't want to touch it. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, y'all take that one. I, I step out there. Here's the deal. The deal is, just like Damien said, um, the reason for a multifamily is that they take the rents from all the other units and multiply them by 75% to add to your income to help you qualify for to buy that unit. This is actually a business, okay? You're becoming a landlord and you shouldn't put anybody in those other units that can't pay the market rent. Mm -hmm. That's just bottom line. So unless you can afford it on your own, and you don't need that rent, I don't know that family members are the right people to get that done. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that everybody's family member won't pay you. I'm just saying I don't know if that's the right move. You have to make that decision. But I will add, if you decide to go that route, please have a contract in place. Please have a contract in place with your family member. Yes, I know it's mama, but mama better sign that contract if she want to move in that place. You going to make my mama sign a contract? So, so I ain't playing with her. I put her out. Are we going to enforce mama to sign There you it? go. That, that's, that's the key. That's the key right there. That's, that's the hard part about family is sometimes hard to separate that. It is. And that's why you shouldn't do it. And I'm just going to go out there and say it. I wouldn't do it because... Yeah. I wear my heart on my sleeves when it comes to family. And if they say they can't pay, I'm like, well, oh, damn, you know, let me try to figure it out. <laughs> and I'm like, why should you do that to me when I'm now stuck with having to figure it out and I can't turn them away? I know me. So instead of putting myself in that situation, I'd rather back up and just keep it business as usual. Now, one last thing. Because if you put them out, Thanksgiving is going to be very uncomfortable. Ooh. You oh, you ain't going to get invited. But what I will say, like when we were in the pandemic, what I was telling people who had multifamilies and they had people, it would be incumbent upon you to go find people or organizations that are paying rent and sit there and fill out them applications for your family. So at least if they ain't paying you, you can now get money. But that could be, you know, kind of crazy. But I have a friend that did that brother stayed in their house. It's been three years and they paid no rent. See, three and see, years. that'll be me sitting over there struggling, trying to figure it out, and they over there just uh, they just sitting back, Cadillacing. That ain't cool. That's just not cool. So, 
you know, 202, do what's best for you. But you just had some experts that have lived, they've seen it, they've seen it all. They're brokers. They've had, you know, clients that have come to them with all kinds of scenarios. And sometimes that just doesn't play out well. So proceed with caution. Um, Felicia is asking, this is for our, our Southeast guys. Felicia is asking, I'm qualified and looking for a three to four unit in my affordability range. Uh, Felicia, we don't know your affordability range, but she says she's also in Atlanta. And I think maybe she's trying to see if this is possible nowadays with the inventory in Atlanta. Uh, she can send me an email um, and I can cover something with her uh, privately okay. uh, to see if there is anything that meets her affordability. Because it really comes down to how much you can afford. And Kenneth, do you want your email out there? Uh, sure, not a problem. That's the man, y'all. That's the man. Alicia, he's giving you your his email address. Go for I'll it. I'll put Ken. it in the chat. Okay. If that's okay. All right. And then we'll see. We'll get April to respond and give it All to right. Alicia. There you go. Um, next, Sherrod. Sherrod is saying when it comes to HOAs to qualify for a home, does NACA need some type of guarantee that the price of the HOA will not increase continuously? And that has been happening in the state of Texas quite a bit. HOAs are increasing almost faster than the rent. Well, one of the things you probably need to look at is when you bought inside that project, um, what were the reserves when you moved in? And what was the status of the common area and whatever they're responsible for? If there's some capital upgrades that need to be done and you see them before you move into that particular um, development, you could be in for a, a, an assessment really quick and it could graduate over time. And generally that's what they do because they don't want to have that massive one-time hit up front, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's something you need to be looking at when, you know, these developments have HOAs and there are some capital improvements that need to be done. Also checking the delinquency, because if you got a hundred units and 60 uh, units ain't paying it, then the burden at some point will fall on you. So making sure you understand that. And from a NACA perspective, from the advocacy side, you need to go to those meetings. You don't just get in these neighborhoods and be a part of HOA. They're making decisions that affect you and you're not even going to the meetings. You may be able to galvanize, be the president, and now you're watching and making sure you know what's going on because you're on the in crowd and not sitting outside wondering why your, your rates just went up. That's right. So 612 is saying they heard that it is a Chicago event, but do not see it on the site. 612, that must be Midwest. I think it is. I believe it's Minnesota. It's on there though. Um, it, it's actually, it's been postponed. It hasn't been canceled. It's been postponed. And it's just postponed for a later date. So the date is to be determined. That's why I keep saying, you know, stay tuned to www.naca.com to look for those dates as they, some dates may change. We may add some events. And I think we are working to add some, some tour cities, but Chicago has been postponed. Uh, it was scheduled for July 7th through the 11th and it has been postponed and they will be working on a new date for you. So stay tuned. I don't have that date just yet, but Chicago is not off the, off the list. You know, there's definitely a demand and a need and as it is in so many other areas. And I didn't get a chance to put this question in here. 
Um, but there, uh, 413, I don't know what that is, but 413 is asking, isn't it, isn't it safe? Isn't it safer to buy brand new construction, even if it's a track home versus a pre-existing and not know what you're getting? What do you guys' take on that? A track home? Uh, track home, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I'm very familiar with track homes. Uh, you just buy a, a builder or a construction, a developer bought a track of land and just start putting houses, as Ken say, they're tight, but they're single family dwelling. And you, you don't get the full appeal of a, of a big yard right. and all of that, but you still get a single family home. And sometimes those, those homes are reduced. They're, they're actually, you know, decent price points. So what they're asking is, can I just get that as opposed to an existing home just so I can get into a home? Well, what's your take on, you know, new home versus pre-existing? And this is from 413. Oh, I, the bottom line here is that it's it's new for a while and then it turns into lived in. Right. right. So everything you buy is mm -hmm. going to need some form of repair. Right. Mm -hmm. The question is when. And I think it boils back down to um, your home inspection. You know, when you get a home inspection and your inspector says, hey, they just recently replaced this HVAC or there's a new roof on the property. There's not many things that cost a whole lot of money when it comes to repairing a home. So we talk roofs, we talk foundation, we talk, H we talk HVAC. Um, if it was recently built, plumbing is generally not an issue. Uh, electrical, it's hard for electrical to go bad in a home, right? So when you start talking about major improvements or repairs, um, it really just depends on how well the previous seller took care of it or if it's new. And with our renovation product, you can put a new roof on. You can add new HVAC if the bones are solid. You know what I mean? So it just kind of depends. It's a case by case. But new, nothing's going to really last longer than new, I would imagine. So, But then you talk, start talking builder grade product, too. So Yeah. And yeah, again, track home. Go ahead, Jerome. I'm I agree sorry. with uh, Ken. I wanted to add two. Separate from that concern, I can give you three benefits financially if you want to look at new construction because A, you get equity while it's being built. At least in my region, you constantly get equity over eight months. Um, but B is you also can get a tax abatement a lot of times. In our area, there's different areas sometimes where there's new construction, you get tax abatements. So the tax abatement will help you because it'll make your payment lower. So because there's not as much taxes that they're basing the payment on when they're initially doing the loan, you can get more house. As long as you can afford it down the line when everything kicks in. And the last benefit is because the taxes, if they happen to be abated, you have to bring less money to the table. So a lot of new construction areas have high taxes, especially around here, $10,000. So usually it's quarterly, the taxes, some areas are year in full. Just imagine that where there's a 10 year abatement on the new construction, you save money. So naturally for new construction, you got to put money down, but a great majority of that money you're going to get back. 
Jerome, that's awesome, man. I did, I did not realize that you could get a tax abatement. And I, obviously that's in your areas, but that doesn't really happen here in Georgia. There's some know. areas that are eligible for that. It's not all the time, but right. that, that there's benefits to build, especially that's NACA's mission to revitalize communities. That's so awesome. investors that are putting new construction in communities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're getting breakdowns on that. And, you know, there's tax abatements. So Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, we don't have the we don't have a tax abatement here either. Now, Ken, a lot of them were years ago in the city of Atlanta when they was doing a lot of building. They were associated with uh, tax abatements, but I haven't seen any recently. But this right. was like over seventeen years ago mm-hmm. when they had them. But they have had them. But it was in the city of Atlanta when I, you were a baby, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's it's not just abatements, but they have a graduated <laughs> tax schedule. That's a, it's a little bit better than all the taxes in do in uh, do up front. I, I, I have to some people here. just like go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-uh, go ahead, Joe. No, I was just gonna say sometimes people just like more seasoned neighborhoods too. So True. I mean, you know, they just want to see the older trees and yeah, and and things like that. So it it just it just depends what 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 your preference is. And not the cookie cutter where everything looks alike. Right. You know, you don't right. have trees. You know, that's the track yeah. They would take the trees up and reinstitute them back into the area, but it just looked like every house is the same and mm-hmm. no trees. Yep. And and to Josie's point, I'm gonna get back to Ken's point when he was dating you on a compliment. <laughs> no, Ken, that is not true. <laughs> you got to add a couple of years. Damien remembers exactly when that was. He was probably right there spearheading it. But anyway, um, to Josie's point on the mature trees and things like that, I did have uh, a member on a previous on a previous call ask, you know, is that a good sign? And and I'm glad you said that some people do like going into those seasoned neighborhoods, mature trees and things like that. Why? Is because most of those neighborhoods are so established and lived in, you're not going to see a whole lot of for sale signs in those areas. And when you don't, if it's just you driving in a neighborhood and you only see one for sale sign and that, you know, that that's a good sign in my opinion. Now, brokers, you tell me, is that a good tell that this is a pretty good place to, to, to plant your roots? Absolutely. I agree 100%. I won't add any more to that. Yeah, that's a good (laughs) tail sign. Mm -hmm. I'm glad she brought that that up because I I wish that caller was on because that was one of their questions. But um, a 413 is still asking another question. If I signed already with an agent that doesn't know NACA, can I change? So they're asking now, can they change with their agent? So, so I'm. This is what I'm gonna say. If if that agent referred you to NACA, give them a chance. Maybe maybe have them consider going through a workshop. We never want to give the impression that we are trying to steal clients because we don't we don't do that. Um, if they don't want to do that or they still don't have an understanding, then that's a little bit different. We'll always welcome you home, but never will we ever tell you to leave your agent specifically to come work with us. I agree 100%. And I will add this to it as well. If you've already signed a document, first of all, read the document, okay? And then find out what your options are in terms of terminating that agreement so that you're not put in a position where you could be responsible for dual commissions and whatnot. So, you know, just 
make sure you understand the language and have an open and honest conversation and get counsel if you need to, to figure out what your next step should be before you go to the next level. So Awesome. Okay. And 413 is asking again, another question. I got to look up 413, see what this is. But um, do I, I, I think he or she may be even toying with the idea. They've signed with the real estate agent. I can tell in the question we just answered. Their next question is, do I have to have a real estate agent? Second time around, don't want to be to get burned. So maybe, I don't know, sounds like they had a bad experience with an agent in the past. Now they've signed with an agent and hearing these, you know, seasoned experienced brokers now talking and maybe they're having some second thoughts. But do I have to have a real estate agent? And let's answer that for everybody out there, because some people do think they can broker this deal and make this transaction without an agent. And I don't think it's possible, but you guys know best. I can tell you this. I do this about three times a year. People buy the house that they're living in and use me. Oh, wow. Because I would say you always would need the agent because otherwise you're left to try and figure it out on your own. Um, the last person that I had that bought the house they lived in, we closed in 30 days. You know, I, if they did it on their own, you know, it would have been longer. So you want to advocate and somebody guiding you through the process. You just need the right person. Right. And and just like Josie said, um, and I think this was profound and it's good for all the agents out there. If there are any, um, uh, I won't use Damien's term, but are there, if there's any external <laughs> agents out there, not outhouse, <laughs> but if there are any external agents Ooh. out there, who uh, want to know more about the program, Josie just said, you know, she, she encouraged you to get onto one of our real estate webinars and listen at not only the information of how to get your members through the process, but how you yourself can become a NACA referral agent and bring more people to the program. So that was good advice. And I, I, 413, I encourage you to invite your agent to come to the, you know, go to www.naca.com, look up the real estate or vendor piece, and you'll see where a real estate agents can come to, or they can go to, you know, join a workshop and, and go to a real estate workshop or a webinar and listen to the information firsthand. It's every Tuesday from 12 to 2 um, Eastern Standard Time. And Ken actually teaches a class once a month at the DeKalb Board of Realtors as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But one of the things I will also add to this is that there's a reason that real estate agents have to be licensed. So because of the complexities of it, so you just can't, I mean, you. I, I wouldn't say you could, but there's a reason that you have to have a license in order to practice real estate. So the complexities come with that licensure and that they understand everything, one, about NACA and two, about real estate. It's not something that you do every day. And if you don't do it every exactly. day, you're going to miss some things. And with one of the biggest purchases of your life, and I say one of them, ah, I don't probably. I don't know that that's the, the time to experiment, if you will. And, and <laughs> Joe, is, Joe is asking, thank you, Joe, for this question. Joe is saying, do you have to be NACA approved before getting your agent? The answer is no. You can get a NACA agent prior to becoming qualified. You just may not see many houses with that agent. Right. 
So we're not allowed to show you homes until you get qualified because it's hard to go backwards. We may be showing you homes you may not qualify for, and then that could turn into an issue. So, but you could do community shopping and, and have a clue about where you need to be and they could advise you on how you need to go about the process. Makes sense to me. That's right. And thank you. Someone just texted me and let me know 413 is Western Massachusetts and 413 is still asking a few questions. I'd love to help you. Hold on 413. I'm coming right back at you because they're trying to explain their situation right now. So thanks, Joe, for that, that, that question. And Mercedes is saying, can I apply for grants even if I've been qualified yet? I would apply for grants if I just found out about it and gone through the process. <laughs> if I've completed my home purchase, I still go and apply for grants because you never know. You may fit right into the zip code or area code or, or whatever that opportunity zone or whatever the issue is. You might fit into a, a program that you just stumble into. And though you closed, it may not, you may still have an opportunity to, to capture some of that grant to assist with move in to assist with buy down, to assist with paying ahead or something, principal reduction even. So you don't know, don't ever not apply for a grant that you think you could potentially uh, qualify for, even when you think it's over, it ain't over, you know? So my advice to that is yes, Damien. Also, I went through the IDA program, which stands for Individual Development Account, the United Way, and they did a matching gifts program. And the minimum amount of time you could stay in their program was six months. Mm -hmm. So you definitely want to start some things and check them out because it may be a requirement that you got to do some time or put some, because I had to go to the classes and save every month for six months. So if I was qualified now trying to start that, it's, I'm going to be six months into having been qualified, which now I got to go back and requalify. So it's best to go ahead and check them out, find out what requirements you do have. So I would say, yes, go ahead. Cause I, I needed to have done that. And I had it done by the time I got qualified. All right, Mercedes, I hope that helped you. If not, just let us know. Juliet is asking, how do you get a NACA agent? Because <laughs> yeah, I guess it's different for everybody. <laughs> well, you know, and I know that when you attend the workshops, one of the first questions, one of the one, not one of the first questions, but right there on the questionnaire, it asks you, are you working with an agent? So, you know, if you're not working with an agent, Juliet, it's always good to, to attend the workshop and just say, you know, and normally they have a, a, an agent that's presenting right there in the workshop so you can get familiar and become you know become intimate and meet with meet that agent right there on the spot or get information from that that in-house agent on how to reach out to other in-house agents in your area so attend the workshop and they'll definitely put you in contact with with an in-house agent for sure you know once you get qualified they give they send a, a link out Mm -hmm. to ask you, are you working with an agent? And if not, when you fill that out, one will be reaching out to you once you uh, submit that form. So, Oh, really? Okay. Absolutely. So Juliet, even more information for you. And you guys are blowing me up and you, we got eight <laughs> minutes left. So I'm going to try to get through and you guys are really blowing me up now. But Royce is asking a good question. Is there an issue with representing yourself with NACA if you're an agent yourself? No. No issue? No issue. Okay, Royce. It's well, on. I'll add a caveat to it. It's no issue. You can do it 
But the other question is, do you know NACA? Because there's a lot of things with NACA. NACA is a unicorn. It exists nowhere else but in this universe. So yes, you may be an agent, but if you don't know NACA, when we're talking about the hand department, if you don't know what that is, how to use the mortgage calculator, you know, how to, because some deals you could miss just by not understanding the mortgage calculator. You could have made it work if you really understood the buy down process. So all of those things are unique to NACA. And if you don't know them, then you may want to consider or take the class. And, and the one thing that I always say to everybody, the job that you do every day, could I go do a two-hour workshop and not be able to do your job? Because it's going to give you some detail, but it's not going to give you the holistic of how to do it. We do it every day, 30 to 40 to 50 houses or more a year. We're experts. That's so right. that's the only thing I want to say. Good point. Very good point. So, so I think that if you want to take the path of least resistance, then you want to work with one of us. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what and that's beautiful and so eloquent boy i tell you joseph we in sync today you set me up good segues for the path to, to the least resistance because 413 and thank you tim tim just let me know uh that that is massachusetts so jerome i know that's not you but maybe you know that area a little bit i'm not sure i don't want to put you on the spot but uh 413 did come back and speaking of path of le the least resistance josie 413 is explaining they had some they this is well, this will be their second home they mm -hmm. just sold their first home and when they bought their first home they had issues with the real estate agent and feel they felt very pressured very stressed to take mm -hmm. that offer and they felt like they they got into the home that they really didn't want but pressured to get now needless to say they're selling this home getting into another home going through the NACA program and just have some fears and concerns about utilizing an agent, period. Would rather use a NACA agent, but have just signed with an agent. So that's their concern. Okay, I understand. So I know you said work with the agent, give them a chance yeah. and work with the agent. But it sounds like they, they're wanting to take the path of least resistance as well. So right. are they stuck? Give it a chance. Your your answer is the same. Still well, they need to chance. they need to go. You need to go back and read their. They need to go back and read their agreement. What did they sign? If you can, if you can cancel that and sign up with one of us, we can help you through the process. I'm not telling you to. I'm just saying that you certainly can do that. It's definitely going to help you if you work with somebody that knows the process. We know where you should be in the process, when you should be there, and if you're not there, how to get you there. So. You shouldn't have those problems. We don't do high pressure sales. Right. The market is high pressure right now, but we don't do high pressure sales at all. We all get paid a flat rate so that everybody gets the same treatment. So we're never going to push you into a home that you don't want to live in. So. And, and some questions that you should ask if you're using an outside agent, you know, how many NACA homes have you closed? When was the last time you closed the NACA home? Because the mortgage uh, NACA does change. So those are some questions that you want to ask them. How familiar? Do you know the hand department? Do you know the NACA calculator? How, show me what you would come up with if I wanted to look at this house or that one. Because they could be the same price, but because they have an HOA or high taxes, you may afford one and not the other. Mm -hmm. So having your agent to understand that you know, is very essential and important. And last question, oh, eight, four, eight. last question, are you guys hiring? 
Are you hiring any new agents? What is that process like? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is yes. (laughs) We are hiring. Um, You would go to the NACA website and apply and upload your resume. And one of the brokers will reach out to you um, if they feel like you've got the experience. um, Then kind of go from there. Can I play devil's advocate and ask the question, what, what are you, what is the ideal agent? Let's say an agent is just coming off the block and they just got their license. They're expiring, they're thirsty, they're hungry. Is that a good applicant? Uh, or are you looking for so many transactions at, as part of experience in history? Well, we like by, uh, agents that have worked with buyers in the past, right? Um, but we have selected new agents but they are exceptional and it mm-hmm. just depends on, you know, the interview to be quite okay. honest. Yes. Uh-huh. I wanted to add, not only am I hiring, I'm training. So Uh-oh. basically if you want, uh, especially in my region, we have a lot of new agents, you know, you know, with my leadership, naturally, you know, they're out there opening up doors and we're working together, but, you know, definitely I would say if there's anybody out there in North Jersey, I'm hiring and training. So all you have to do is, uh, you know, get in touch with NACA and fill out the application. And, you know, we're, we're, we're willing to talk to people. And I think the biggest thing I'm looking for in someone is someone that's diligent and disciplined with a routine. Because in this business, when we have a routine and time block and we stick to it, you're more successful. If somebody's all over the place with no organization, even about their day, it's never going to work. So makes sense. And we're hiring too. Joseph, the Chicago office. Chicago office, and we are launching up for Wisconsin and the Milwaukee area, uh, well, state of Wisconsin and Indiana. So that's coming on the ground floor. We 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 need you. We work with the wages, we'll train you. And you know, to piggyback on what and to piggyback on what Jerome said, we all train. Yeah, I mean, you can't get through this without us training, right? Well, so, true. I mean, that's just that's part of the process. And thanks for bringing that up, Jerome. Because and sometimes, sometimes new agents are easier because you don't have to untrain. That's correct. So, <laughs> so we're we're, we're open minded. Yeah. You got to have some thick skin, though. That's a good yes, plan. you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I will say too, also show up for the event with your resume and dress for success, and see Jerome if you're interested in that area. Because yeah. he's mm-hmm. gonna be there, so you now you get to see Jerome on your home and work with Jerome. That's right. Okay. So, <laughs> so show up and see him. Dress for success. Dress for success with your resume. All right. And I can't believe it, but once again, the old clock on the wall says it's time for us to go. But I do hope time. you enjoyed the NACA program radio show because guess what? We're going to be right back here next Monday doing the same thing. But always check us out at www.naca.com. Like us, love us, do everything with us on our social media platforms. And as always, you can reach us directly in 413. I see you. You're still coming. I'll give you a call. But you can always reach us at 833-771-0500. You guys take care. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you, Josie. And thank you, Jerome, for making this another great success. We couldn't have done it without you guys. Thanks Thanks so much. Yeah. You guys do an awesome job. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Good choice, Damien. Damien pulled it through. You guys take care. Make it a great day. Bye.
Thanks for listening. NACA's American Dream Program is a production of the Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America, a national nonprofit organization fighting for economic justice through affordable homeownership and community advocacy. To learn more about NACA and our advocacy efforts, careers, NACA's Best in America Mortgage, or to join a NACA in your community, visit us at NACA.com.